Listeners, and welcome to the Cursed 2022 Horror Film Reaction Review, directed and written by Sean Ellis. The film stars Boyd Holbrook, Kelly Riley, Alistar Petrie, Roxanne Duran, and Anai Rose Daly. Uh, this movie is out now in theaters. Uh, I would have to preface this by saying, for a limited time, this is a indie um, a movie that you may only get to check out maybe this week, possibly next week. Uh, I think word of mouth is pretty good in the horror community, but it seems like they're pulling a lot of uh, time slots uh, at local theaters here in New York, so you definitely want to check it out. Uh, This movie did premiere at the 2021 Sundance Film Festival under the title Eight for Silver, which I tend to think that I like that title better. Uh, even though the cursed works really well for the film, uh, Eight for Silver is just unique and different. Um, it is from LD Entertainment and Decal, and it has actually received positive reviews from most of the horror websites and non-horror websites that uh, I've been privy to checking out. The plot. In the late 19th century, brutal land baron Seamus Laurent slaughters a Roma clan, unleashing a curse on his family and village. In the days that follow, the townspeople are plagued by nightmares. Seamus' son Edward goes missing, and a boy is found murdered. The locals suspect a wild animal, but visiting pathologist John McBride warns of a more sinister presence lurking in the woods. I will get into some spoilers later. However, just to kind of start uh, my reaction review, if you are into gothic horror movies, I would say from maybe the 60s, uh, 70s, uh, specifically like British gothic horror, like Hammer or even Amicus movies, uh, I think you will find some things in this movie that you will enjoy. Uh, There are some modern sensibilities to this movie, uh, AKA there is some CGI, but what director Ellis really does well is he kind of plays with this, not showing everything all at once. So it is a creature feature and there is a play on the werewolf mythos and so the the creature isn't overshown so that you can't really focus for too long uh, on it being somewhat cgi there are moments where it is practical and there are moments when it's cgi uh so you definitely uh are 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 given uh some consideration 
from Dr. from uh, Director Ellis on that. So I think that was something that was a positive. Uh, if you are into, like I said, werewolf movies, but you are looking for something with just a spin on it, on the classic, uh, the Wolfman tale, where in that movie specifically, uh, a group of people was considered more villainous uh, than I think it would be to today's standards. So there is a different type of uh, villain shown in this movie. And there is also a sympathetic uh, revenge tale at the heart of this film. And I think it's done expertly well. Uh, there is a scene in a village uh, early on that is heartbreaking and done in a very long one-shot kind of style that will make you pause and and reflect a little bit on the terrors of uh, humanity and what humans are actually capable of. I think we can turn on the news right now and look at uh, some other parts of the world where we see uh, what is exactly happening when uh, people uh, invade other spaces. And so this is a micro uh, scale of of that. And it's a touching and sad, heartbreaking moment. Uh, but really good, uh, really good opening. Uh, there are some plays with the timeline. So you get something what would be considered uh, current present time. And then we're going to go back a little bit and kind of give you an idea of the story that led up to that point. And while I was worried that that would take away from the result, uh, from knowing that end result, it actually isn't uh, isn't what you think it is. So I think that was a really cool way to to tell this the story and to tell this character's uh, story and give them a really interesting story arc. So yeah, I would say um, overall. Uh, the movie hones in on the dark, foggy atmosphere of the surrounding uh, country village that they're in, uh, in France. And uh, there is a smaller cast. So you really get to connect with some of the characters and you really get to see what this director is capable of with a smaller budget. Uh, with you know cinematography, with ideas, with special effects. And I have to say, in this movie specifically, there is one particular practical effect that I just nodded my head and thought John Carpenter circa The Thing would be very, very happy with that effect or that homage. And so, yeah, I and then and then there's a really tidied up climax that sort of explains everything. And it's uh, got some really high stakes in the matter. So uh, to give all of the listeners an idea of where I would rate this out of 10, I'll go with a, with a solid eight out of 10 for this. Uh, I think it's worthy of you checking out in the theater on the big screen and uh, also checking it out at home when it's available to you. As of now, I think I'm going to switch to spoilers. So if you don't want to know anything about the movie, uh, please feel free to hop off. So The Cursed, uh, it has an interesting setup 
for a what is billed in this movie as a gypsy curse. And there are two things happening at once. Uh, once Seamus sort of calls on a group of mercenaries to take out this settlement, which have laid claim to this land, um, there is a gypsy curse put into play. And I won't exactly spoil how it goes down, uh, but there are two characters that are part of uh, the creation of the curse. And so one character is visiting these uh, residents in this village at night in their dreams. So I thought that had a really interesting effect with changing things up about how people are haunted and what better place than in their dreams. And so this particular ghoul, if you will, this this man-made ghoul um, is, is awesome. It's a scarecrow and it's pretty badass. It's kind of there in, in each one of their dreams. And they have these very vivid dreams of the scarecrow and certain things happen uh, along the way. And I like that aspect. And the, and the scarecrow brings them into the second part of this curse. And that is ultimately what sets in motion this uh, werewolf mythos, this creature, this thing, this entity that uh, these people have guarded and uh, and kept in check. And when their settlement was destroyed and they were ultimately destroyed, that's there is no there is no gatekeeper. There is no key, key master or whatever. There's no one, you know, keeping this thing in check. And it really did have an interesting concept. Uh, there are moments that you get to see what the creature is and it's, it is a werewolf, but it's, it's a play on a werewolf. So it's not uh, the typical type of, of werewolf you would think to see. And I thought a lot of elements about this movie reminded me of a movie I enjoyed watching. I think it was in 2005 when it first came out called uh, dead birds. And it's a, sort of like a horror Western sort of thing. But there are creatures in that that sort of reminded me of, of these creatures. And I liked it. I liked those those uh, ideas uh, for this. I think it added just a different element. And there is some historical perspective from the Bible uh, embedded into the story. And I thought that was really cool about the silver and like where the silver ultimately came from. And this movie was really good about respecting other cultures and peoples that it was portraying in the movie, uh, which is kind of some of the things you might look at, at like the original Wolfman or, you know, latter universal monster movies or hammer uh, movies. Uh, you, you get a different vibe about how the cultures that are outside of Anglo-Saxons are portrayed. So I liked the, the thoughtfulness that was put into play with, with this movie and the ideas behind revenge and what they mean to a community and really well done. Uh, I can't talk about it enough. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think if you want something low key and spooky to put on in the background, uh, it's awesome to pay attention to, but it's really a cool vibe movie when you just want to chill out and have somewhat of a slow burn but I will admit there are some 
moments in it that for the lighthearted, uh, it may take you back a little. There is some some gore that you may not be into that happened to children. Uh, so it, it doesn't have that safety net of, you know, no child is harmed kind of thing that you see in a lot of horror movies. Like there are some, uh, there's some deaths and some brutal brutalness to some of the, the, the scenes in this movie. And uh, I think, I think you'll dig it if you're, if you're okay with that and you're open-minded with, uh, and you're able to process that type of horror. I think you'll, I think you'll get a lot from this movie, Um, especially if you like classic style storytelling uh, with, you know, candlelit, darkened, uh, creepy manners, foggy forests, uh, curses, and just overall really interesting villains and characters uh, coming to head and just uh, giving you a satisfying uh, climax that uh, was pretty, pretty intense and uh, really heartbreaking uh, uh, wraparound to the story too. I, I, I was a little, uh, I was a little taken back at, at the touching moment at the end. I thought that was really, really cool, really nice little touch at the end. So overall, uh, definitely check this movie out. Uh, I will probably be picking this up for sure on physical media. If you see this streaming or if you're able to run it on video on demand, or if you can catch it this week or possibly next week, uh, definitely give it a go and uh, let me know what your thoughts were on it. Um, like I said, it's not something that is going to be outlandishly innovative or anything, but I think it's just something different. And it's a really cool way to start the 2022 horror movie year. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be one that's going to be on my top five of the year, but I could certainly see it being there. I think I liked it enough uh, to rewatch it again and, uh, and 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 pull it out in the future uh, when I'm into that uh, newer, modern hammer horror kind of mood. As always, uh, you can check me out at Fatal Follower Presents a Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Horror Amino. You can reach out to me at fatalfollowerpresents at gmail. Let me know what are some of your favorite uh, werewolf movies. Are you a fan of the Universal classics? Are you a fan of uh, the One Hammer werewolf movie? Are you a fan of some of the newer titles like Dog Soldiers or even like The Howling from the 80s? Let me know what are some of your favorite werewolf uh, creature feature type of uh, movies. And... uh, Yeah, so stay safe, stay spooky, and beware the full moon. Bye-bye.